I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and I host the Signal Daily, your one-stop shop for interesting stories and news that matter from the world of business, tech, crypto, geopolitics, and everything in between. Firstly, a happy new year to all of our regulars as well as new listeners. Hope you are all recharged and ready to face the next 365 days. After a short break, we're back with the first episode of the Signal Daily for 2023, and I am also excited to tell you that today we are 300 episodes old. A big thank you to our listeners. It's your support and encouragement that keeps us going. In today's episode, we're going to have two small segments and we'll be back with our deep dives from the next episode onwards. Now, let's get to our stories for 3rd January 2023. In 2016, the government had demonetized 500 and 1000 rupee notes in short notice, triggering a sudden liquidity shortage in small businesses, the agricultural sector, and households. And who can forget the long queues outside ATMs and in banks that went on for days. While the government maintained this would weed out black money and counterfeit notes and ultimately boost the economy, many accused the center for carrying out such an enormous move without adequate planning. Six years after that chaotic period, on 2nd January, a Supreme Court bench delivered a 4-1 majority judgment upholding the demonetization exercise. There were about 58 petitions in court challenging the center's decision on various grounds. Some claimed that the objectives of wiping out black money were unmet. Some sought an extension of the deadline for exchanging the demonetized notes. And one of the crucial arguments led by former finance minister and senior advocate P. Chidambaram was that the exercise wasn't in line with the provisions of the Reserve Bank of India Act 1934. The petition argued that currencies fall under the RBI's purview and the center had no business taking such decisions. And the majority judgment delivered by Justice Gavai found no issues with the government's decision. The court held that the November 8 Gazette notification was valid and had satisfied the test of proportionality. The court had also said that demonetization had a reasonable nexus with the objectives sought to be achieved, that is eradicating terror funding, etc., and that it was not relevant whether the objectives were achieved or not. But there was one dissenting view in the bench though. that came from justice nagaratna while acknowledging that the note ban was well intended she was of the view that the move was unlawful and the demonetization of all series of notes had to be done through legislation goes without saying that the initial days of demonetization caused great inconvenience to most citizens it also disrupted economic and industrial activities impacting the gdp moreover as per rbi data The intended effect to reduce the number of cash transactions also remains largely unfulfilled. Although the volume of digital payments is certainly growing, data shows that currency with the public jumped to a new high of 30.88 lakh crore rupees as of October 21st, 2022, which means we're still not the cashless economy that the government had envisioned. Now, obviously, the demonetization exercise itself can't be undone. But one of the reasons that this was an important judgment to watch out for was because this could set the tone for how similar decisions are to be taken in the future by the government. 
Now, let's move on to our second segment. This new year brings good news for India's travel aggregators. Corporate travel is back after nearly halting during the COVID-19 pandemic. A Morgan Stanley survey of 100 global corporate travel managers revealed that despite increased airfares and hotel prices, business travel expenses have already returned to their pre-pandemic stages. The survey results also indicate that small businesses are driving the most demand. Now, let's take a look at the revenue generated by Indian online travel agencies. As per a Business Standard report in FY2022, Ease My Trip reported gross booking revenue or GBR of 3715.6 crore rupees, up 74.6% from 2128.4 crore rupees in FY21. Even Make My Trip, the rival company, reportedly saw an 86% rise in revenue from 1353.7 crore rupees in FY21 to 2517.5 crore rupees in FY22. Additionally, according to reports, Make My Trip's losses decreased from 5.6 crores in FY21 to 4.56 crores this year. Not only the ticketing sector in India has reported significant profits in 2022, but also the hotel and lodging industries all thanks to the return of business trips for instance according to another business standard report hotel room bookings at oyo accelerated by 83% year over year between april and november of last year and delhi seemed to be the frequently booked business city in 2022 according to oyo's business travel report from last year hyderabad came in second to delhi and the other top cities for business trips were bangalore kolkata and chennai even airbnb another hospitality company told business standard that domestic and international travel increased exponentially last year according to the company domestic bookings increased by nearly 80% and overall night ticket bookings in india increased by almost half between qr 2022 and qr 2019 besides that Corporations are also exploring sustainable travel as an option. According to a report in the Economic Times, an increasing number of corporations are buying sustainable aviation fuel or SAF in large quantities to lower their carbon footprints. Take Qantas Airways for example. This Australian airline has reportedly announced that five companies are willing to pay a premium to decrease their emissions by paying a portion of the cost for the airline to use SAF instead of regular fuel. Considering that the business sector accounts for about 20% of global air travel, the corporate industry's participation in sustainable travel could create momentum for the SAF industry to increase production. The question is, though, for how long will this boost in corporate travel last? Because traveling as a whole, let alone business trips, are anticipated to be affected in the near future by the impending global recession, newer coronavirus variants, and inflationary pressures. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Manaswini and Shorbhuri, edited by Venkatanand, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.